Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. And good afternoon, uh, my good friend Kevin James. How are you? I'm very good, Ernest. It's a beautiful day in the Cape, and greetings to you and your team in the studio. You two started off the show with the exact same message. It's a beautiful day. Now, uh, interesting trends, uh, Kevin, are emerging in the global energy mix, where renewable energy is now the second biggest generator of electricity globally. It seems like the clean energy uh, wave is growing fast uh, and, and only getting bigger. Correct. Eh? And so I suppose if I just start off with the bad news, uh, Ernest, coal still produces more of the world's electricity than any other fuel. But really the good news today is that the second most widely used fuel, renewable energy, just recently overtook natural gas to become the second most widely used fuel in the world. So to give you an idea of the growth, since 1990, global solar PV or photovoltaic power using the sun's light to power and make electricity has been increasing at 45% per annum and wind at 27% per annum. So that's since 1990. So you can imagine the compound impact of that. While interestingly enough, in the current debate around nuclear, nuclear energy generation has fallen from 8% to 4.4% since 2010. Hmm. So electricity generation overall is flat in developed countries. And uh, while it's rising strongly in the rest of the world, who for the first time in 2011 produced more electricity than the developed countries. So developing countries are producing more electricity than developed countries. Then in 2013, and this is the big one, renewable energy or renewable electricity became the world's second largest source of electricity. 22% of the total energy production is coming from renewables. However, in the same year, and this is the downside, electricity generated by coal reaches highest level yet, with 41% of global electricity coming from coal. So currently the score is two units of coal for every one unit of wind, solar, hydro, and other sources of renewable energy. So it's good news. At least they're competing. What this illustrates, however, is the huge potential of renewable energy as it gets cheaper to produce and more efficient, but it also shows how much the world relies on fossil fuels for its electricity despite the exponential growth of renewables and despite the urgent need to reduce it to avoid climate catastrophe. We have seen the stellar rise of renewables in South Africa with our REAP program, the Renewable Energy Independent Power Producer program, much lauded globally as one of the most successful programs in the world, and we've seen the prices of renewables slashed in half, and we've seen uh, at the same time the price of coal uh, going up, so renewables are actually in many cases cheaper than coal. Yet despite all of this, and the fact that this growth has happened and increased so much since 1990, SA is still set on the coal, diesel, and nuclear path, which when examined against what I've just said, really bucks all the current global trends and patterns. So something to think about. Mm, it's certainly something to think about. But just to pick on uh, something you made there during your, uh, your delivery there, uh, Kevin, uh, drilling down into into that comment regarding nuclear energy. Please give us an update, if you will, uh, your current thoughts on our government's quite controversial nuclear energy procurement. So according to our um, esteemed energy minister, Tina Jumat-Peterson, our government has already entered uh, into a nuclear energy procurement process. A lot of cloak and dagger stuff going on, not much transparency. Uh, and it should be concluded as early as 2016, so it shows you how quickly things can get done where there is a political will for whatever reason. These have been signed off with uh, France, China, South Korea, and the United States. And then obviously the big one is Russia, which is at the most advanced stage of negotiations at the 
discussion, which is really a little bit scary if we know a little bit about Russian nuclear history, given the well-known safety concerns surrounding that industry in Russia. But if the safety issue is not enough, it's probably the huge cost of nuclear that just doesn't seem to make sense at all, Ernest. Nuclear power is 25% more expensive than coal and solar PV power, and a whopping 67% more expensive than wind energy. And there's the time it takes to develop it. We've discussed it before in South Africa. We're not going to see a nuclear power plant, even if it starts out now in, 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 in less than 15 years' time. And we know the cost. They're talking more than a trillion rand. And take into consideration budget overruns, kickbacks, I have to say it, and delays, it could be a lot more. The reason why global nuclear energy generation has dropped from 8% to 20, in 2010 to 4.4%, interestingly enough, is that much of the global nuclear fleet was actually built in the 60s and 70s and had a maximum of 40-year lifespan and are only now being decommissioned many times in favor of coal or renewables. And the real and relatively unknown, unfortunately, cost of nuclear kicks in when, um, when, when these things get decommissioned because there isn't much experience in decommissioning these plants as the first ones have only gone through this in the last decade. But just to give an example, in 2012, the UK authorities estimated the cost of decommissioning their 19 existing nuclear sites at 100 billion pounds. In today's rates, that's 2.1 trillion rand. Okay, so a significant amount of money just to close the things down, never mind to build them. So just looking at the cost of our proposed nuclear program, a trillion rand to build and commission by 2030, then looking to 2070 when the equivalent of another trillion rand will be needed to de- decommission the plant, who will be paying for this? I can tell you now, it won't be President Zuma nor Tina Jumat Peterson. All right. Uh, some serious food for thought once again. Kevin James telling it like it is. We'll do it again next Wednesday, my friend. You, you take care. Have a good Ciao. run. All right. That's Ciao. Kevin James from GCX Africa talking climate change and sustainability on the drive.